1: I'm Amy Davis, and you're listening to Super Supertalk Mississippi News. COVID-19 case numbers appear to be going down, and health officials are hoping an upcoming event doesn't reverse that
2: trend. While it may not feel like it in the midst of a winter storm, but spring break is right around the corner, prompting State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs to tell everyone to plan to limit travel and to keep it within the nuclear family. And the first variant case
1: of coronavirus was identified in Mississippi recently. Carol Johnson with the White House. COVID 19 response team says they are ramping up testing to identify variants.
3: We'll
4: invest almost $200 million to rapidly expand genomic sequencing to identify, track, and stop the COVID 19 variants. Essentially, genomic sequencing is the process that tells us which COVID variants are in the country. And this surge in funding will result in a threefold increase in CDC's genomic sequencing capacity.
1: Johnson says the increase in funding will result in around 25,000 samples per week. I'm Andy Davis.
5: When
1: all restoration of power is complete, Northern District Public Service Commissioner Brandon Presley says when the dollars are added up, it's going to be big.
6: I think once this thing nets out, may have a bigger impact dollar-wise and repair-wise than even the 94 ice
1: And the ban on housing foreclosures is being extended. President Biden extended the ban to June 30th. Census figures show that 12% of homeowners are late on their payments. This means borrowers that want to request a pause or reduction in payments can receive help. The announcement today does not address a federal moratorium on evictions of tenants who've fallen behind on their rent. That is in effect through March 31st. Mississippi State University has received approval to build the Northern Gulf Aquatic Food Research Center at Sunplex in Ocean Springs. It's the first of its kind and will provide the Gulf Coast seafood industry with robust safety testing and quality assurance. To see more on this story, visit supertalkms.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
6: In Sports, Mississippi. I'm Nixon Williams. It's been a weird week with winter weather and ice storms and slippery roads. But we made it to Saturday, and there's basketball action this afternoon between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It will be in Oxford this time. They played earlier in the year, and Ole Miss took a sixty-six, or rather, a sixty-four to forty-six win over the Bulldogs in Humphrey Coliseum back on January the nineteenth. Today's game will tip off at 5 o'clock in the pavilion. 4.30 will be the airtime on the Ole Miss Basketball Network and the Mississippi State Basketball Network. The Bulldogs come in at 11-11, 5-8 11, in the SEC, while Ole Miss comes in at 12-8 and 7-6 and, 7 and 6 in the Southeastern Conference. Other games on tap, weather permitting, Kentucky at Tennessee, Vanderbilt at Alabama, Missouri at South Carolina, Georgia at Florida, Auburn at LSU, and Arkansas at Texas A&M. This is Supertalk Sports, Mississippi.
7: C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be... C Spire 5G faster phones <laughs> no bull for a limited time get our best 5g phone free with trade
6: Fans of Mississippi State No. Miss Baseball will have to wait another day to see their Bulldogs and Rebels play baseball for the first time this year after nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year. The two-teams' two 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington. As part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown, the event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi.
8: of Everything Green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you.
9: Hello, baby. Hello, hello, hello. It must be February. It must be Valentine's Day because it's getting cold out there. I don't know where you are, but goodness gracious. This is the time of year when the meteorologists... Just absolutely have, it's it's almost like hurricanes. There's too many models to follow for exactly where, what is going to fall or freeze or rain or snow or ice or good grief. Just pay attention to your local forecasters. Make sure that your town is sold out of milk and bread because <laughs> that's what's going to happen everywhere. <laughs> you know it's true. And look now, if you've never wrapped your pipes, this is the day to do it. If you're just now coming into the world that says, oh, good grief, wonder what will happen when it goes down to 18, bring the plant inside if you're worried about it. The garage won't be warm enough in many cases. Now, the good news is all of our friends, the growers, that's right, the the nursery people, they're running their heat to the max to keep everything going so that when you kill yours you'll be able to go shopping with them. And I just want you to know that's very very important. That's that's how these things work. So please don't stress. Protect your plants, protect your pipes, protect your pets, protect your toes and your nose and watch the weather. Keep yourself safe. With that being said, Let's talk about something more fun than the weather. Sorry, guys. Let's talk about plants. Let's talk about what you're growing, what you're not growing, maybe what you're going to get for Valentine's Day. I know that those beautiful red tulips you're looking at uh, are going to come home and stay with you for a couple of weeks, maybe, if they're in tight bud when you buy them, and that's really beautiful. But after that, it's compost time. These are not bulbs that are going to bloom again in your garden, except exceedingly rarely And trust me, they'll make great compost. So get the tulips. Enjoy them. But if you're looking for a long-lasting bulb that you can move out into your garden, go for amaryllis or go for daffodils or that your beloved can put out in their garden. (laughs) Either way. Let's see now. Why am I telling you all this? Well that's because I'm garden mama. My name's Nellie Neal and I'm thank you very, very much for giving me ear space today. When you call the Super Talk call line, the first person you'll talk to is Raleigh. You can wish him happy birthday. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. We believe in celebrating birthdays for at least a week around here. It's important. Sounds it only, like my sister. Only happens once a year, and trust me, there's something better to eat every day. So that's the whole that's the whole business of multi-day birthdays. We we don't celebrate each other enough, and just as the first time that uh, my children got a card from me on their birthday that said, "Thanks for making me a mom." They got another one from me on Mother's Day another year. Thanks for making me a mom. They thought I was crazy. But guess what? I like buying cards. If they hadn't been born, I wouldn't be able to buy those. So that's what we celebrate. We celebrate lots of things. Um, Greg and Nettleton wants you to be careful out there. He's in North Mississippi, of course, and stay home. <laughs> that's my other answer, stay home. Let's see South Mississippi, oh, that's lovely, Brian Ocean Springs he knows he knows exactly how to to get me started, make me want to be farther south. I am a little bit of a tropical flower a lot of the time, especially on a day like today, so triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven is the super talk call line. you too can send me. Lovely pictures and questions and one thing and another on the C Spire text line. Keep it clean, six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. I 4395 um, I would be remiss if I did not offer a, a brief memory of the amazing Mary Wilson, who passed away this week. Um, she, of course, a native of, of Greenville and uh, the dominant force in the creation of the Supremes. There's no doubt about that. I had um, I had always wanted to sing, I had had always wanted to dress beautifully, and neither of those turned out to be in my wheelhouse. <laughs> but my goodness, what a joy! What a joy to be able to hear her music and watch them um, on the television when I was a kid. That was just they were just everything. They were just everything. If you could sing that kind of harmony, I just knew you could do anything you wanted in this world. And they proved it to be true. So that's great. Um, let's see. We're, we're getting plenty of stay warms today. Thank you, James. That's a pretty. He's got hyacinths blooming in pots. That's pretty. Oh, and I bet that's Professor Einstein in the, that um, Narcissus. That's lovely. Nice, nice, nice. Y'all are so sweet. Hey, now, y'all know I'm a flute player. Not that I play anymore, but I do have years and years of it with me and still have one in the closet. I thought, and in fact they are, flutes are the oldest instruments that have been found. When we get back here in the Wayback Machine, we we know that, that those have been, um, but there's always been a lot of argument about shells and conch, conch sounders, whether or not they were not, around at the same time or, or even older. Well, the the good news is that we now have perhaps the oldest wind instrument of its type, and that is a conch. It's a shell. How do we know that this thing was used as a musical instrument? Because it has intentional cuts on it. And because when they got a horn player to test it out, the horn player, without making any other adjustments to it, was able to get about three notes out of it that were close to reality, um, C, C-sharp, and D, which, of course, you could do a lot with if that was all you had. But because it has been in a drawer at a museum in France since, oh, I don't know, 1900 or something, it, uh, it, it has, needs a little more attention. They're going to do some scans. Nobody. These are the things. They open the drawer. They go, I wonder what this is. And, of course, it turns out to be not an not an accidental break, it's a it's an it's an actual break. It's from the Marsullis cave, which you've heard about if you're into these things. Um, it was the first of the decorated caves found in the Pyrenees Mountains. they, they were discovered in um, eighteen ninety seven, which is why I said around nineteen hundred is when they brought it to the museum. Probably nineteen thirty one. There were a couple of other expeditions before that. But it is a lampus it is a seashell sea snail, it is what we call conch in our vernacular okay and yes it made sounds and yes they're going to see what more sounds it can make but they got to clean it up first i thought it was a conch shell depends on where you live it's both both ways are appropriate um i can't read the french so i can't tell you how they pronounce it (laughs) you can (laughs) i read very little french actually let's see now um Oh, that is pretty, Danny. That is lovely. It, and he says, I don't know what it is, but it's frozen. It's very, it's lovely. I'm going to guess it's a seed pod. Um, maybe on, could even, I don't know. I'm not going to guess, but that's just beautiful. Um, oh, well, that's wonderful. I don't know who this is, but he's Country Boy. That's what he says. Anyway, um, the wind instrument that took more air than when I played the, the tuba is the flute. Pretty cool. Went all over the United States playing in tuba in the all-state band in college, and and the DC. That's really cool. That's. I had um, a few friends in all-state bands. Those kind of things that went on in, and played in military bands, and they were just the best. You know, they were they were um, t- delightful people to be around, but also great musicians. And yes, the flute is one of those. I um, I really do think that. Everybody should learn to play the flute when they're seven, which is when I learned the first. Because it makes you breathe a different way, and your breathing the rest of your life will be better. We got a story this week um, in the in the news pile that tells us that not only the research is showing it's not that somebody's making it up, but the research is showing us that your your biome, what you eat when you're a child, the creative beginnings of your life. We always talk about gardening takes guts and that it's very important for you to understand what's going on in, in your system. But that what you do when you're a child actually is that important. In other words, even if you fixed it later on with better habits, you've still got to overcome an awful lot more than you would have if you had started out with a healthy start. And that doesn't really help people that had difficulty getting healthy food when they were younger obviously you can you eat better and you do better but the old adage of you are what you eat is in fact true (laughs) and here's one more bit of proof about it i think that's very interesting stuff the world is a a place of curiosity we always want to know why did this happen how did that happen um and and on the opposite end of the story in my own mind about Understanding that your initial food that you take in, your consumption, your habits that you, you develop as a child is extremely important to how your body works the rest of your life. We have another piece of really good news on the obesity front. There's Apparently there's very few places in the world as obese as the United States, but the U.K. is one of them. So they've done a major global study, however, um, involving the the. This particular piece of work to work on hijacking my appetite. Now, unfortunately, I was not part of the study, but maybe someday. Um, the, the, the The way that your body regulates its appetite is directly related to how much food you take in or how hungry you feel. Um, you often hear people, and I've probably said it myself. When I'm, I always know when I'm on a diet because I feel like I'm going to die. Well, that's why it's supposed to be known as a food plan. If you actually think about this in a rational way, you're trying to eat in a way that keeps your body happy and healthy. In this particular study, one-third, just a little more than that, one-third of people who took this particular new drug lost more than a fifth of their weight. The people who took a placebo and also ate the good diet that these people ate, the good food plan stuck to it, lost a fair amount of weight, but they did not lose one fifth of their body weight. Okay, that's 20 pounds for every hundred. Alright? So it, 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 I mean, 20%, excuse me, uh, of every piece of your weight. And that is what goes directly to reducing the problems of obesity in many cases. Doesn't solve everything, but when you can lose that weight, I remember Queen Latifah did a delightful program a few years back about. The changes you can make that will cause you to lose that five pounds and not even barely think about it. You know, there's the things that you can do to take care of yourself better. But when those things don't work, it's just great that the three quarters of the people lost 10 percent or more. The people who took the placebo and stuck to the diet, none of them lost more than 5 percent. So it's just really an interesting thing. Two thousand people, sixteen countries. Obesity is a problem worldwide, and I do think that this is one of the steps that it's going to take. Um, it, it's in fact apparently more effective, or ed, the only other thing more effective is the surgical interventions, and obviously that's not practical for everybody. It's a gift for for a lot of people, but it's not it's not practical for everyone. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven, and of course. The ceasefire text line, six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Well, I have a feeling if you've got that uh, winter meadow look going out in your lawn, a lot of those things are going to be crispy by the end of next week, by the time we're here together again. Take a look and make sure that you know how much of your yard is covered up in weeds, how much of that lawn right now. It, it's lovely, and you know I believe in leaving a little bit. But if you've got half of your yard covered up in clover, you've got a clover problem. (laughs) It means to me that your lawn hasn't got what it needs to grow properly. The the clover will take over. Any weed will take over. And if you're not growing the lawn happily and healthily enough to get it going. And winter's a great time to do the soil test, to do the the figuring out what you're going to have to do. If you have to do anything, if it's staying too wet and you're going to have to make a swale, this is the time to do that sort of stuff i think
10: i've yeah. got a fern that's growing out in the middle of my grass <laughs> i don't have ferns how a fern seed got into my backyard and is actually like taking off like it's putting off like fronds and whatnot mm-hmm. I
9: mean, we I do just, ha- we do have hardy ferns that live outdoors and well, and one of yours is migrated one of somebody else's is is migrated, migrated into play. your
10: yard I, i've left it for right now i thought it was hilarious how we just have a fern sprouting up out of the backyard it's the only thing that's growing my grass won't grow but that fern that will. fern's
9: going well that, that that's kind of the same thing as the lonely little petunia in the onion patch you know it's a perfectly nice plant but it doesn't actually go there <laughs> so you're going to want to dig that one up at some point and move it into a flower bed or something but it sure is hardy obviously it's made a good life for itself you just have to help it out a little bit i think i did not know I, this is interesting to me um All things being equal, if you just take what we assume about things, and we all know what that can do to us, you would think that bigger animals were more subject to bigger problems, to big cancer issues, for example. And interestingly enough, I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. Individual cells reproduce too quickly to create tumors, and of course, long life and big creatures, you would just think that that was more opportunities for these things to happen. But how come elephants don't get cancer very much? Interesting study, University at Buffalo is trying to figure this out. What they have worked into is, interestingly enough, that their size also allows space, so to speak, for the elephants to have extra copies of a gene that helps out in suppressing tumors well obviously that's a wonderful discovery because if we can make the most of that, that could help with a lot of things but it's not unique to elephants actually, it turns out this growth of duplication of tumor suppression genes is common among their, um, their both their extinct and their living relatives, that whole elephant family which includes elephant shrews and Um, um, golden moles and all these other things. So it's interesting because it it goes along with the evolution of their big body, so there probably was the threat that we think about, and the animals were able to develop ways to get around it. Pretty interesting stuff. This is work done at University at Buffalo and also at University of California, Berkeley. But... The things that we sometimes think are not always the things that are happening and I believe that's a real good example of it. You sure would think elephants would have I mean I presume elephants have big foot problems cuz they have such big feet. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh my goodness. Chris has got the lights up. Good good for you. Way to go. Made her sandwiches on the way he says. This looking good. Really, really nice day today. Thank you so much for being here. This is Weekend Gardening. And one of the things that's going on in my garden this week has been the pruning of the roses. Maybe you want to talk about that. Maybe you want to talk about, uh, oh, I don't know, something about rice, something about critters of all sorts. Good grief, there's a lot going on. Let's get right first, and then we'll come back. This is Weekend Gardening.
5: With winter weather just around the corner, contact a qualified service technician to ensure that your propane system is operating safely. Make sure that everyone in your family knows what propane smells like and what to do in the event of a gas leak, including knowing where the gas supply valve is and when and how to safely close it. Call us today to learn more. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Propane Gas Association and its members. Propane. Clean American Energy.
12: 2020 was a challenging year, but things are looking up, including the stock market's performance. But will it last? Hi, I'm Ken Morave, Senior Advisor at Retirement Planners of America. If you are 50 or older, call us today to schedule a free consultation to learn more about our invest and protect strategy that is designed to help mitigate the risk of the stock market. Call us today at 800-375-1159 to schedule your free assessment. That's 800-375-1159.
5: Einstein, Einstein, guess what? Um, you, you can listen to the JT show every weekday from 10 to 1 uh, on Supertalk Mississippi
8: and supertalk.fm. That's
6: all I can tell you. I'm pretty proud of that, really. When?
9: Happy Valentine's Day. Or, as some of us prefer to think of it, happily cho- Happy Chocolate for Breakfast Day. <laughs> Morning, noon, and night. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, whatever's on your mind today, I hope you're doing as well as Chris in Summit. He's got his tomatoes broccoli, That looks great. We're just having discussions about what to do next. Paula's in Dentville on the C Spire text line. This is very cool. I'm just going to read you the whole thing. Good morning, Garden Mama. Daisies are my favorite flower. Actually, my birthday, January 28th, is National Daisy Day. I did not know that, so I've learned something already today. That's great. How hard is it, and when should I attempt to grow daisies in my flowerville, flower bed? It's not hard at all. Um, and, in fact, this gives me the opportunity to tell you that Beginning this coming week, we're going to start up Tulip Tuesdays. Donna Yowell has got that organized for the flower growers of Mississippi and the cut flower growers um, working together to learn better about how to do that. So actually, we've got a bunch of daisies we can grow um and and part of what we talk about always is having things over, available to cut over a long period of time so there may be more than one daisy that you want to have i'm going to tell you though that there are two that i think are essential to everybody's garden and one is the oxide daisy which is a a, a kind of it's what we call the roadside daisy the flowers are not huge they're beautiful though and it's easy, easy to grow. You put it in the wilder area of your garden. You, you let it mix it up in the spaces where you might also have a patch of larkspur at this time, and later on you'll have the daisies. Um, there are different places you can put that. For the more fancy beds, I like becky. And the, the becky is, the, is one of the best-performing daisies that we have, and, you know, classic white daisy, yellow center. Both of these are available as plants beginning at the very start of spring. Any year that you want to put them out there, the oxeye will be perennial. Becky will be perennial, provided you work with it. Becky's going to get real fat, and you're going to have to d- dig and divide that one. It's more, much more quickly than you will the oxeyes. But absolutely, start them this spring. You can start them from seed. It's, if you're good at starting seeds, that's good. They're not the easiest um, to sprout ahead of the season. So I would just say look for those plants when you go shopping in March. You know, that's going to be work, that's going to be a good time to start seeing them. I love growing daisies. I think they belong in every bouquet, um, as long as you've also got some out in the garden um, in your flower beds. So both of those places are good for that. If you're interested in growing cut flowers, please get in touch with Donna, dyowl at AOL.com, or you can send me an email, and I'll be happy to hook you up, Air at yahoo.com. There are so many interesting things. I, Whenever I put on the hat and the gloves and the coat and, and all the layers of clothes and things, I feel as if I'm dressing up like somebody else because I'm, that's not my usual gear, okay? The Advanced Science Research Center wants us to know. They're, they're at the City University of New York, by the way. Um, lots and lots of animals and insects use what's called... Um, Batesian mimicry that's where the, you you put you act like a, a poisonous species so that nothing will come and get you but it's really nifty the satyrine butterfly particular one the common palm fly does something even more interesting and i'm i'm kind of tickled by this the females evolved two different forms there's an orange and a dark brown very different poisonous creatures that they are modeling against. The Danaeus and the Euploid means that they're going to look right in the right place. They they have figured out that if they were orange where they should have been brown, they got picked off. And, and otherwise, if they were brown where they should have been orange, then they they'd had a bigger problem because the males are uniformly brown and the whole thing got messed up. So I love this. A population is now either entirely brown, or it's mixed. One or the other. We we got to go both directions, and it depends entirely how that where they live. It's just fascinating. They they figured out the only way we can keep making more butterflies is if we don't get ourselves killed by this predator. These predators, and the, to to evolve that kind of Batesian mimicry is one of the best f- strategies really um, that that any creature can come up with. It's a fascinating thing, and one that always gives me a tickle to see. Now that it's also true. The Lund University, everybody studies butterflies. The only thing that people, more people study at this particular point in time, I think, are honeybees. Oh, good heavens, all of that research. I don't even want to go to those conferences. Can you imagine the buzz? Oh, dear. Anyway, um, they've been studying the aerodynamics of butterflies in a wind tunnel in Sweden. Picture it. There's a wind tunnel for butterflies. So it's really cool. That the whole idea that these big-winged creatures relative to their bodies can do what they do is one reason for studying it. But this particular study does give us the information we needed to understand about both the wing shape and its flexibility. I love this. They use a really effective clapping technique to make use of their wings that is a propeller. It's not quite the same thing as the jellyfish bouncing off the water but it's almost the same thing as that. In this case the downward wing beat actually has another function and that is of course to keep propelling it upward so it doesn't hit the ground. So you have to go up in order to go up but you have to go down in order to keep going up. Sound like an airplane? Yeah it kind of does doesn't it? Really does help them take off more quickly for example to avoid predators. Um, It's and when you see butterflies, kind of lazing around in your near flowers, and they're actually just going from pollen source to pollen source to pollen source, you know, yeah, it's good. We thought, we're glad we see they've got wings. But when you see something circling in like a bigger creature, a bird, trying to get to those babies you can see them move much more quickly and it's oftentimes we've, we've seen here studies about the way that they see and the way that they perceive but in this particular case the fact that the wings are cupped when the butterflies clap them together actually makes it a whole lot more effective than it would be <coughs> so flexible wings are 22 percent better in the impulse that they created than if their wings had been rigid That. that Twenty-two percent is probably what can keep you from getting swallowed by something else. So between trying to look like something else and actually being able to escape more quickly, butterflies are winning today. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven, and of course the C Spire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Tell me, Raleigh. I understand that we got new new addresses and new ways to look and listen and carry on with us do you have all of that
10: yeah the big man will east finally got me some information thank
9: you will they've got all that done too that's very they've been at it i don't think they've slept in two weeks
10: (laughs) i feel for them but anyhow if you want to listen
9: online go to
10: supertalk.fm forward slash listen you can also watch shows on demand by going to supertalk.fm forward slash garden mama uh, if you've Look got alexa devices in your house <laughs> as uh, many people do you can listen on your alexa device to enable to voice enable the supertalk mississippi on your device just say alexa enables supertalk mississippi skill and from there you can say alexa open supertalk mississippi and you can start listening anytime
9: i love that
10: yeah that's that's a really good skill
9: for those of you who are watching this morning, yes, it is Mardi Gras. I do have on my, my mask. This, this particular pin at one time had feathers and all sorts of other things attached to it and I don't know exactly when, but at some point I needed the feathers for some other project, so (laughs) they had to go. But the face is always very uh, popular. Lots of people are talking about what is going on, and the the, the bars being closed in New Orleans seems to have given our coast um, a a boost in at least the thought of what's going to happen for the Mardi Gras holiday. But I don't know, friends. Little too much travel, here and there. Do you like the cartoon Calvin and Hobbes? Calvin and Hobbes to me is one of the funniest things, and just irony all over the place. So Bill Waterston, Water, Water son excuse me, son no relation to the actor. He's an American, the American cartoonist that does Calvin and Hobbes. His quote for today is. I like these cold gray winter days. Days like these let you savor a bad mood. <laughs> so now think about that. We have to go the other direction. I'm baking a cake and cooking soup at my house. Uh, what are you doing for the cold weather, for The cold days? Uh, I've also got um, uh, cake mix uh, cookies going. And uh, this was a really interesting question. I, someone sent me an email this week asking if red-dyed mulch, mulch that has been dyed red or some other color, but in this case it was red, could be the reason why her Leland cypress is not looking so good. It's getting brown leaves on it. Y'all have heard me talk about Leland cypress trees before. They are... How can I say this and be nice? If you think about other cypress trees and then you think about Leland cypress... You have to recognize that Leland Cypress is the high maintenance girlfriend of the bunch. Okay? It's very important to understand this. And when the leaves start turning brown and the, the, the or dropping or any of that stuff, it's not usually because of the mulch unless you piled it up too high. So, for example, if you created a mulch volcano, which we call anything above two inches of mulch around the trunk of a tree, a volcano, some people go a lot higher than that, and they shouldn't. I've I've never wanted to be the fashion police, but every now and then I wish I had something I could write on and leave at your house that says, please don't do this to your plants. It's too sad. Anyway, the reason you don't do mulch volcanoes is because it not only doesn't help the trunk, it creates an environment where you can have fire ants and all kind of other problems because it's so toasty in there but the the mulch it's the the dyed mulch should not be the problem if it's too deep however it could be taking the water that's intended for the tree which would cause those needles to turn brown maybe more likely the soil staying too wet and that is leland cypresses um you always they always look at them and i feel like when they're when the soil is too wet around them it's like it's as if they picked up their skirt Okay, they drop those leaves at the bottom, so and, and it's not good for the tree overall. So you need to either make a swale to get the water away, or because it is the middle of the winter, you can dig it up and replant it someplace else. At this particular time, triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. Oh, and uh, my goodness. All of y'all who are worried about taking care of your weed problems in your lawn, I'm telling you they're going to freeze this week. So other than the fern it's in Raleigh's yard. That sucker's going to stick around. Yeah, that one's going to be fine. It's probably a Christmas fern or one of the others that is so hardy here that literally the, the reason we put them in flower beds is because everything else can look absolutely awful in the winter, and they look great. <laughs> they look beautiful. We have a few that do that. I am. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm going to take you now, my friends, to the edge of the periodic table. Yes, that's right, Einsteinium, or Einsteinium if you're on the BBC. But um, element 99. This was discovered almost just a little bit after I was discovered in 1952 at the Department of Energy's Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory. So where did Einsteinium come from, Einsteinium as I call it? It came from the debris of the first hydrogen bomb, okay? We know it exists. We gave it a name. We can, we can understand it. We can describe it. But we've not done much to it because it's exceedingly radioactive, first of all, and there's very, very little of it. Well, right now, though, um, publishing in Nature – the Berkeley Lab scientists and scientists from uh, Los Alamos, as well as UC Berkeley and Georgetown University, has overcome these obstacles. They are reporting the first study explaining some of its properties, which could actually help us understand a little bit more about these things that only um, only come up in the tra- after uranium in the transuranium, the postdoctoral uh, post uranium if effort. They conducted the first-ever study of the bond distance, which, of course, is the basic property of the way atoms and molecules interact with one another. It it doesn't live very long. It's extremely radioactive, and it's very difficult to make. So what they've been working on now... To put, they've put some stalls into the decay of the thing, and they've also given themselves a way to make better samples that take less to make, so that they'll be able to continue to make more samples. It's one of those things. If you, if it takes more of it to make the sample to study, than there's left of it, you're not really winning the the battle here. But out there on the edge of the, uh, on, out there on the very very far edge of the periodic table, there's some work going on. If you're interested in these things, then by all means, get yourself a little more info. ScienceDaily.com will help you, and so will Lawrence Berkeley Laboratory. Ah, let's waltz on out of here for just a moment. Put your shoes on and come right back. This is Weekend Gardening.
13: Confident.
8: This hour of weekend gardening is brought to you locally in part by the Tractor Store, your Mahindra dealer on Highway 49 south in Richland. The Tractor Store is proud to sell Mahindra, the world's number one tractor. The Tractor Store, your farm and lawn equipment destination.
5: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show, conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. 2020 was
12: a challenging year, but things are looking up, including the stock market's performance. But will it last? Hi, I'm Ken Moray, Senior Advisor at Retirement Planners of America. If you are 50 or older, call us today to schedule a free consultation to learn more about our invest and protect strategy that is designed to help mitigate the risk of the stock market. Call us today at 800-375-1159 to schedule your free assessment. That's 800-375-1159. 2020 was a challenging year, but things are looking up, including the stock market's performance. But will it last? Hi, I'm Ken Moray, Senior Advisor at Retirement Planners of America. If you are 50 or older, call us today to schedule a free consultation to learn more about our invest and protect strategy that is designed to help mitigate the risk of the stock market. Call us today at 800-375-1159 to schedule your free assessment. That's 800-375-1159.
7: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now, we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and .223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many
6: things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store.
4: That's b a b b e l dot com.
11: You're like you a like like well, genuros... You'll you a propane I generator the generators you always have power. hot water on demand, warm heat and power you need it Why would you choose anything else? Propane, American energy. MSPropane.com
15: today. And, uh, this is just Starbucks Storm Hall. You are building a new of home. Or remodeling an older so home
11: so you amazing propane where is for you. A propane tankless done. water heater. And propane water heater. And and propane water a propane generator. A propane gas grill and a Propane fireplaces. fireplaces even lighting. Propane. Such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more.
1: White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki commented this week on the long suit. He certainly supports uh, the rights of
4: individuals, members of Congress and otherwise to take steps through the judicial process. For
1: Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Eddie Davis.
0: Before you dig or
7: drive stakes in the ground, call 811 or you might hit. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. (laughs) An electric line or a gas line.
14: Tents gone.
7: Yeah, driving stakes, call Mississippi 811
13: two days before pounding. It may keep you out of the. Don't worry, honey, the doghouse is just fine. There's room for both of us in here.
16: Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's
7: make our goal zero damages, zero injuries.
1: While the pandemic has been politicized over the past year, Dr. Anthony Fauci, speaking during a virtual event recently
5: at Tougaloo College, assures you that the vaccine hasn't been. The determination of whether the vaccine is safe and effective is not made by the federal government. It's not made by the company. It's made by an independent data and safety monitoring board who is beholden to no one, not to the government, not to the company, but to the American public. Fauci
1: urges everyone to get their shot when it is
5: available to them. and a lot of the Mardi Gras crews
1: along the Gulf Coast use the carnival season to help out local charities. Since that was pretty much a bust this year, Coast Mayors are stepping in. The first ever March of the Mayors has been organized by Extra Table, a group that will distribute canned items to food pantries along the coast. In Biloxi, they're collecting cans of tuna. Bay St. Louis is collecting dried beans. and Gulfport, it's peanut butter and so on. Donate what you can between now and
6: March 12th. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Sports, Mississippi. I'm Nixon Williams. It's been a weird week with winter weather and ice storms and slippery roads. But we made it to Saturday, and there's basketball action this afternoon between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It will be in Oxford this time. They played earlier in the year, and Ole Miss took a sixty-six, or rather, sixty-four to forty-six win over the Bulldogs in Humphrey Coliseum back on January the nineteenth. Today's game will tip off at 5 o'clock in the pavilion. 4.30 will be the airtime on the Ole Miss Basketball Network and the Mississippi State Basketball Network. The Bulldogs come in at 11-11, 5-8 in the SEC, while Ole Miss comes in at 12-8 and and 7-6 in the Southeastern Conference. Other games on tap, weather permitting, Kentucky at Tennessee, Vanderbilt at Alabama, Missouri at South Carolina, Georgia at Florida, Auburn at LSU, and Arkansas at Texas A&M. This is Super Talk Sports, Mississippi.
2: Go with the home
13: team. Honey, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging.
17: Okay, but I'm just saying.
13: Hello.
7: I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes, you'll need to call Mississippi 811 2 days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires. <laughs>
14: <laughs> ooh,
4: ooh, ooh. Honey, our electricity just died.
7: Call
16: 811 2 days
6: before you did. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Fans of Mississippi State and Ole Miss Baseball will have to wait another day to see their Bulldogs and Rebels play baseball for the first time this year after nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year. The two teams' two 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field In Arlington, as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown, the event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, the two teams' two 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington, As part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown, the event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, the two teams' 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, the two teams' two 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then... State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech. And Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, the two teams' two 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. and then. State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech. And Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon William. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, the two teams to 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday and then. State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech. And Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, the two teams to 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon, and then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year. The two teams two 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at Globe Life Field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then. State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi.
16: After nearly a full calendar year when the games were stopped in the middle of March last year, Two teams' 20, 2021 season was supposed to have started on Friday at a globe-wide field in Arlington as part of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was pushed back due to the inclement weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11, Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon, and then it will finish up on Monday, and Mississippi State will face Texas Tech, and Ole Miss will finish against Texas Monday afternoon. I'm Nixon William, this is Supertalk Sports Mississippi. of the State Farm College Baseball Showdown. The event was that back to inform the weather and travel conditions across the South. Mississippi State is now scheduled to take on Texas Saturday morning at 11. Ole Miss will play TCU on Saturday. And then State will take on TCU on Sunday at 11. Ole Miss will face Texas Tech at 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And then it will finish up on Monday when Mississippi State will face Texas Tech and Ole Miss will finish I mean, it's Texas, Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon. This is a
1: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Speaker of the House Philip Gunn says lawmakers are still about a month away from passing a final budget.
13: So what we're doing now is simply passing bills probably based upon that revenue estimate that occurred back in December, or that budget recommendation, I should say. And uh, this is just the start of the process.
1: Gunn says they'll still need to work with the Senate, negotiate where they are and how much money they have before they're done. And Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson and several other Democrats have filed a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump and his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, for allegedly inciting a crowd to stop Congress from certifying the Electoral College results on January 6th. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki commented this week on the lawsuit.
4: He certainly supports uh, the rights of individuals, members of Congress and otherwise, to take steps through the judicial process. For Super Talk Mississippi
1: News, I'm Andy Davis.
13: Honey, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging.
17: Okay, but I'm just saying.
7: Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes? You'll need to call Mississippi 811 two days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires.
4: Honey, our electricity just died.
7: Call
16: 811 two days before you did.
7: Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. While
1: the pandemic has been politicized over the past year, Dr. Anthony Fauci, speaking during a virtual event recently at
5: Tougaloo College, assures you that the vaccine hasn't been. The determination of whether the vaccine is safe and effective is not made by the federal government. It's not made by the company. It's made by an independent data and safety monitoring board who is beholden to no one, not to the government, not to the company, but to the American public. Now she urges
1: everyone to get their shot when it is available to them.
5: And a lot of the Mardi Gras crews along the
1: Gulf Coast use the carnival season to help out local charities. Since that was pretty much a bust this year, Coast mayors are stepping in. The first ever March of the Mayors has been organized by Extra Table, a group that will distribute canned items to food pantries along the coast. In Biloxi, they're collecting cans of tuna, Bay St. Louis is collecting beans, and go it, it's peanut butter and so on. Donate what you can between now and March 12 For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Aidy Davis.
4: Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Are you looking for something unusual
5: or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antique,
15: the the time, time is now. Is the, savings the savings are huge. Are huge. The, the place, place is Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. That's right. It's the best time to save like never before on your next new vehicle during the Overstock Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're receiving truckloads of new Mitsubishi's and we need to move our current inventory. This means big savings to you right now. Pay just one eighty nine per month on new twenty twenty Mitsubishi G fours. That's one eighty nine per month, and pay only two ninety nine per month on new twenty twenty Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Bad credit? No credit? No problem. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Come save like never before during our overstock sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saved. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4,
13: stock number 1709, outlander stock number 1712, 1999 down 2.9% for 84 months. See dealer for the sales with credit. The power that is hidden in weakness, suffering, and humility. That's not how the world defines power, but that is how God sees it, and it's what we see in Christ for us. This week on the Lutheran Hour. Sundays at 7 a.m. on Supertalk Mississippi.
11: Is your credit card debt piling up? Pacific Debt can help. Pacific Debt is the nation's friendliest debt settlement company. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of five-star reviews on sites like Trustpilot and Best Company, they can settle your debt for a fraction of what you owe. In fact, they've settled over $300 million, helping people just like you. Get a monthly program payment you can afford and zero upfront fees. Get free information now,
17: 800-281-9981, 800-281-9981. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years.
0: I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea.
17: At first, I thought it was what I was eating.
0: I kept thinking it was stomach issues.
17: So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth.
0: It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine Pancreatic Insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food.
17: It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools.
0: And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease.
17: So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening.
0: But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could I I have EPI?
17: EPI?" Sponsored by AbbVie. This is JT.
5: If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, majesticmetalsinc.com.
9: No, not going to work today. No, probably not even on the farm. There's just something about Leon Russell singing that you just can't turn down. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was writing about sheer fear this week. Everybody's going to want to be pruning. We'll have big talks about that next week. But um, I'm going to tell you right now, when stuff freezes, don't go out and start chopping on it. All right? We've got to give it a little time to recover. So just be aware of that, and we'll talk more about it next week. Jimbo's in Gluckstat. Let's talk about your hydrangeas. What's going on?
18: Well, I, I'm, uh, I don't want to go to, like, nursery jail because I suck at raising hydrangeas, <laughs> and I love them so much. Uh, I've, I've, I really have. I've, I've probably spent $300 on hydrangeas the last two or three years, and I keep killing them. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I want to put them in my backyard. My house faces south. I've got a lot of pine trees with a good, fair amount of shade back there. Mm-hmm. Do I need to send my soil in to see if I need to amend it?
9: You probably have soil it's that straight. you probably have soil that sits a little on the acid side because of the pine trees, and that is right. that's fine. But I'm more concerned about your drainage. Um, does okay? Th- how is it? It's
18: okay. I mean, it's I mean, it's Madison County. You're going to have you know a higher percentage of clay than you do anywhere else. But I'm not except except my court. yard. <laughs> oh, so, Yeah. Well, I'm not more than happy to you know put down a bunch of mm-hmm. you know. Here's
9: just, what here's what okay, I would, I would do. Tell me now. It. The next thing is tell me what kind of hydrangeas you're trying to grow. The big ones with uh, the round heads or yeah i, I kind
18: of look because I know it's a full to partial shade area. Mm-hmm. I try to stay in that
9: okay you know, I try they're to great. Find them for those that's they're great and
18: for whatever reason, I just keep killing.
9: okay, I'm gonna give you three tips. The first right, is gonna, I'm gonna write them down. okay, good. The first <laughs> is. 'Cause if I went out and looked at your place I'm betting this is what I would see if you know, if I were consulting with you and trust me it wouldn't have cost three hundred dollars. <laughs> but you yeah. know, that's another subject. Um I want you to I want you to build one bed And and what we're talking about, your house faces south, so your backyard obviously is on the north. So I want you—I want you to come on the inside of the pine trees, but not where it's going to be as densely shady as it might be. In other words, probably ten feet or twelve feet out in front of the pine trees, where they're going to—the shade will hit them, but it's not going to dominate their space. Got it. Now I want you to make one bed, three feet wide and ten feet long, and take the take the soil that's in it. Turn that over and then add on top of it uh, bags of some kind of composted manure and some ground soil conditioner. Just, in other words, two different kinds of organic matter to add to what you've already got there, both of which are going to have to be looser. We're trying to get a bigger particle. We We want the tiny little clay particles to glom onto those bigger particles so that they don't... End up causing you to have waterlogged soil, which is probably what's sure. happened. Too much shade and waterlogged soil, and hydrangeas just go belly up. So the um, the 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 point of this is, then you do that, then we're going to go and get get good old bark mulch and lay on top of it. But before we put the bark mulch on, we're going to put down a soaker hose in that bed. The reason okay. for this is because the pine trees will win every time when it comes to rain. And because you don't need to water hydrangeas as often as people usually do, so we're going to go for the middle and put down soaker hose. then you're going to plant in that ten feet you'll be able to put four hydrangeas, and they'll okay. there there's i don't see any reason why they wouldn't grow there um, literally you know you go buy a nice plant maybe in a three gallon pot. I hate to tell you to spend that much money again, but probably need to do that so that you have a nice show to start sure with. but that's what i want you well, to do i, I want see, you to I give see. them just and then after that of course you'll be able to improve what well, spot over here and a spot over there and you know <laughs> all of that kind that's of stuff That's kind
18: of what i'm looking for yeah that's exactly right. but let's start
9: that's with exactly one right. and experiment now write down right, so write down mama on air at yahoo.com and let me know if you have a problem okay
18: Alright, so let me go real right, real quick. So ten feet uh, ten feet out from the hydrangeas, mm-hmm. three by ten foot bed, mm-hmm. uh, turn over the soil, add manure and other organics, put down a soaker hose, bark mulch, and no more than four hydrangeas. That's right. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you very much.
9: Ma'am. I'm going to tell you a good good variety that you'll probably find here is called Nico Blue, but you'll find other ones. Um, but if you don't, if you find Nico, be happy with it. It's a good one. There's also ones that will rebloom. You can try those, okay. that, but they're all they're they're all fine. Um, you're in Gluckstadt. Go, go go see my buddies at Garden Works. They'll help you. I will. All Make sure you
18: know. Just not. I'm just happy to have them like green instead of brown.
9: I hear you. We're, we're gonna keep them green. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thank thanks jimba much, take care hydrangeas can be so easy and yet so hard to grow i recognize that um it, it's y'all know i talk about my neighbor from time to time my neighbor tortures his hydrangeas and they're beautiful makes me crazy anyway anna's in oxford what's going on anna how are you today
3: oh i'm just fine uh had a a uh, cataract operation this week. Ooh, how'd it go? Uh, fine, actually. I've got another eye to do. Good, um, good. Thank goodness I don't have three eyes.
9: Well, one, uh, of, one of mine is, is ready to be done, but the other one isn't yet.
3: So. Oh, well, I, I figured I might as well have them both done. There you uh, go. But not, obviously not at the same time. Close, <laughs> but not, yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, we talked, I guess, several weeks ago about this um, uh, wild oats. Yeah, um, and I said, you know, it's taken over everything and I know it's a invasive weed and it's not native and I was doing some research and uh the only way I can think of keeping it down is by using an allo allelopathic chemical. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um because it's spread by seed whereas my sedge is spread by roots. Mhm. And I'm wondering, my one of my master gardeners uses something called Snap. I don't know Snap,
9: but we're trying sorry? to we're trying to keep seeds from sprouting, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. I use Preen Organic.
3: Preen Organic, mm-hmm. okay.
9: Works good. I actually and, um, I have about the, one tenth the amount of gripeweed that I did before I started using it a few
3: yeah. years ago. <laughs> now, when can I start using this? Because obviously, um, I, I've raked. Most of the leaves out of the um, sedge, mm-hmm. but there's still some there because the leaves themselves are large, and they're actually allelopathic themselves. Right, but, because they won't. Pre-
9: when does process. when does the grass come up usually? I mean, when do those seeds usually sprout?
3: Uh, well, the uh, instructions not the instructions, but um, on uh, Wikipedia says it comes up around um, March through June.
9: Mm-hmm. Hurry up.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
9: okay. So pre-organic, okay. Yeah. Because um, by the time you're able to find some and get it, it'll be time to put it out.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's strange, but see this thing, it, it's so invasive. Even farmers hate it, but there's very little you can do about killing it if you've got it, like in with sedge. Yeah, or
9: prevention with, is oh. always prevention's always more successful.
3: Yeah, because these things are all in the grass family, so you can't use exactly the grass killer. Exactly. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Okay, have a so wonderful Bye-bye. week. Stay warm,
9: please. Take care of your plants and stay warm. Um, let's see. I answered about the plum spraying. And what was the other one? I wouldn't divide those strawberries if I were you right now. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, John, that I can't read this whole thing, but, um, I love the idea of moving to Colorado every now and then. That's kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, that, that we're done. We're out of here. But thank you very, very much. For your attention today, please stay careful, be safe, stay warm, and come right here next week for more Weekend Gardening.
11: Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of Telesouth communication
13: Communications.
7: due to the coronavirus. C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be... C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. A limited time
13: get our best 5G phone free with trade in
0: Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could I I have have EPI?"
17: EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. The world
13: wields power with blunt force, but that's not how Jesus uses his power. Dr. Michael Ziegler describes a different kind of strength that's not so obvious at first glance. He presents a picture of God's strength, hidden in weakness, suffering, and humility. Learning to see Jesus more clearly This week on The Lutheran Hour Join us each Sunday morning at 7am Brought to you by Our Redeemer Lutheran Church 1799 Clinton Raymond Road in Clinton That's 601-345-8090. Or online at com. That's com.
8: gardening with your host the empress of everything green nelly neal garden mama's on the radio now to answer your questions and call you
9: hello baby hello 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 it must be february it must be valentine's day because it's getting cold out there i don't know where you are but goodness gracious this is the time of year when the meteorologists just absolutely have... It's it's almost like hurricanes. There's too many models to follow for exactly where, what is going to fall or freeze or rain or snow or ice or good grief. Just pay attention to your local forecasters. Make sure that your town is sold out of milk and bread because that's what's going to happen everywhere. You know it's true. And look now... If you've never wrapped your pipes, this is the day to do it. If you're just now coming into the world that says, oh, good grief, wonder what will happen when it goes down to 18, bring the plant inside if you're worried about it. The garage won't be warm enough in many cases. Now, the good news is all of our friends, the growers, that's right, the the nursery people, they're running their heat to the max to keep everything going so that when you kill yours you'll be able to go shopping with them and i just want you to know that's very very important that's that's how these things work so please don't stress protect your plants protect your pipes protect your pets protect your toes and your nose and watch the weather keep yourself safe with that being said Let's talk about something more fun than the weather. Sorry, guys. Let's talk about plants. Let's talk about what you're growing, what you're not growing, maybe what you're going to get for Valentine's Day. I know that those beautiful red tulips you're looking at uh, are going to come home and stay with you for a couple of weeks maybe if they're in tight bud when you buy them, and that's really beautiful. But after that, it's compost time. These are not bulbs that are going to bloom again in your garden, except exceedingly rarely And trust me, they'll make great compost. So get the tulips. Enjoy them. But if you're looking for a long-lasting bulb that you can move out into your garden, go for amaryllis or go for daffodils or that your beloved can put out in their garden. (laughs) Either way. Let's see now. Why am I telling you all this? Well that's because I'm garden mama. My name's Nellie Neal and I'm thank you very, very much for giving me ear space today. When you call the Super Talk call line, the first person you'll talk to is Raleigh. You can wish him happy birthday. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. We believe in celebrating birthdays for at least a week around here. It's important. Sounds it only, like my sister. Only happens once a year, and trust me, there's something better to eat every day. So that's the whole that's the whole business of multi-day birthdays. We we don't celebrate each other enough, and just as the first time that uh, my children got a card from me on their birthday that said, "Thanks for making me a mom." They got another one from me on Mother's Day another year. Thanks for making me a mom. They thought I was crazy. But guess what? I like buying cards. If they hadn't been born, I wouldn't be able to buy those. So that's what we celebrate. We celebrate lots of things. Um, Greg and Nettleton wants you to be careful out there. He's in North Mississippi, of course, and stay home. <laughs> that's my other answer, stay home. Let's see, South Mississippi. Oh, that's lovely, Brian. Ocean Springs. He knows. He knows exactly how to to get me started, make me want to be farther south. I am a little bit of a tropical flower a lot of the time, especially on a day like today. So, triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven is the Super Talk call line. You too can send me. Lovely pictures and questions and one thing and another on the C Spire text line. Keep it clean, 601-879-4395. I I, I would be remiss if I did not offer a a brief memory of the amazing Mary Wilson who passed away this week. Um, She, of course, a native of of Greenville and uh, the dominant force in the creation of the Supremes. There's no doubt about that. I had um, I had always wanted to sing, I had had always wanted to dress beautifully, and neither of those turned out to be in my wheelhouse. <laughs> but my goodness, what a joy! What a joy to be able to hear her music and watch them um, on the television when I was a kid. That was just they were just everything. They were just everything. If you could sing that kind of harmony, I just knew you could do anything you wanted in this world. And they proved it to be true. So that's great. Um, let's see. We're, we're getting plenty of stay warms today. Thank you, James. That's a pretty. He's got hyacinths blooming in pots. That's pretty. Oh, and I bet that's Professor Einstein in that, that um, Narcissus. That's lovely. Nice, nice, nice. Y'all are so sweet. Hey, now, y'all know I'm a flute player. Not that I play anymore, but I do have years and years of it with me and still have one in the closet. I thought, and in fact they are, flutes are the oldest instruments that have been found. When we get back here in the Wayback Machine, we we know that, that those have been... Um, but there's always been a lot of argument about shells and conch, conch sounders, whether or not they were not around at the same time or, or even older. Well, the the good news is that we now have perhaps the oldest wind instrument of its type, and that is a conch. It's a shell. How do we know that this thing was used as a musical instrument? Because it has intentional cuts on it. And because when they got a horn player to test it out, the horn player, without making any other adjustments to it, was able to get about three notes out of it that were close to reality. Um, C, C-sharp, and D, which, of course, you could do a lot with if that was all you had. But because it has been in a drawer at a museum in France since, oh, I don't know, 1900 or something, it, uh, it, it has, needs a little more attention. They're going to do some scans. Nobody. These are the things. They open the drawer. They go, I wonder what this is. And, of course, it turns out to be not an not an accidental break it's a it's an it's an actual break it's from the Marsoula's cave which you've heard about if you're into these things um it was the first of the decorated caves found in the Pyrenees mountains they they were discovered in um 1897 which is why i said around 1900 is when they brought it to the museum Probably 1931. There were a couple of other expeditions before that. But it is a lampus. It is a seashell. Sea snail. It is what we call conch in our vernacular. Okay? And yes, it made sounds. And yes, they're going to see what more sounds it can make. But they got to clean it up first. I thought it was a conch shell. Depends on where you live. Uh. It's both both ways are appropriate. Um, I can't read the French, so I can't tell you what, how they pronounce it. You <laughs> <It> can. <laughs> I read very little French, actually. Let's see now. Um, oh, that is pretty, Danny. That is lovely. It, and he says, I don't know what it is, but it's frozen. It's very It's lovely. I'm going to guess it's a seed pod. Um, maybe on, could even, I don't know. I'm not going to guess, but that's just beautiful. Um. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I don't know who this is, but he's Country Boy. That's what he says. Anyway, um, the wind instrument that took more air than when I played the, the tuba is the flute. Pretty cool. Went all over the United States playing in tuba in the All-State Band in college and, and the D.C. That's really cool. That's. I had um, a few friends in All-State Bands, those kind of things that went on in, and played in military bands, and they were just the best. You know, they were... They were um, to delightful people to be around but also great musicians and yes the flute is one of those um i really do think that everybody should learn to play the flute when they're seven which is when i learned the first because it makes you breathe a different way and your breathing the rest of your life will be better we got a story this week um in the in the news pile that tells us that not only the research is showing it's not that somebody's making it up but the research is showing us that your your biome, what you eat when you're a child, the creative beginnings of your life. We always talk about gardening takes guts and that it's very important for you to understand what's going on in, in your system. But that what you do when you're a child actually is that important. In other words, even if you fixed it later on with better habits, you've still got to overcome an awful lot more than you would have if you had started out with a healthy start. And that doesn't really help people that had difficulty getting healthy food when they were younger obviously you can you eat better and you do better but the old adage of you are what you eat is in fact true (laughs) and here's one more bit of proof about it i think that's very interesting stuff the world is a a place of curiosity we always want to know why did this happen how did that happen um and and on the opposite end of the story in my own mind about Understanding that your initial food that you take in, your consumption, your habit... I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years.
0: I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea.
17: At first, I thought it was what I was eating.
0: I kept thinking it was stomach issues.
17: So I did my research and talked to my doctor and we finally uncovered the truth. It
0: It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency or EPI is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food.
17: It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss and oily stools.
0: And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's and celiac disease.
17: So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening
0: but there's good news epi is manageable so don't wait any longer use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask could "Could i I have have epi
17: EPI? sponsored by a
8: super talk mississippi media production